for visiting with us today. This is episode number 16 of the Hope Podcast. We had other plans for this episode. In fact, we had other plans for episode 16 and 17. I took the time the other day and visited with a friend who is a counselor in the northeast area. And we got all finished that episode and we went back to check it out and something technologically went wrong. And we're going to have to do that recording once again. So you have me for this episode today and I want to thank you for coming in and for visiting with us today. What I thought I would do for this episode is to take a little bit of time today and share with you a passage of scripture that has given me a lot of hope in my journey. That passage of scripture is found in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 16. This is what the Apostle Paul says in this passage of scripture. He begins by saying, Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have obtained, attained. Philippians three twelve through 16. I'd like to share with you a little bit why this passage of scripture means so much to me. Every morning, I have a daily routine that I follow. I find that because of my issues with anxiety and depression, I need to begin each day by focusing my mind on certain things. And so I have a pattern that I follow every day. I try and thank, I want to thank my dear wife, Luann, who is so disciplined to get up early and exercise. So that is what I try to do each morning as well. So the alarm goes off about 5 a.m. Actually, it starts about 10 of 5. And so we get to press the snooze button once or twice. And then uh, I get up. And I go down and I work out. I have these routines and exercises that I do every day. It's something called Body Beast that I do. That uh, It's a great workout. It helps me to exercise my body. And I have different areas that I focus on each day. So that's one of the first things I do. Then I get a shower. And I go out to the kitchen, sit down. And I begin to rehearse many different passages of scripture that I'm seeking to memorize. This is one of the things that I found that is important for me because I need to start each day by focusing my mind on the Word of God. And I have a number of verses that I recite every day. I use an app that is called Scripture Typer that um, I use every day to help me memorize the Word. And then I spend time in prayer. And then I make our breakfast. 
and which is a, uh, a healthy shake that we drink each day. I'm also finding that not only to uh, deal with anxiety and depression do I need to focus my mind on certain things, but I also find that um, eating healthy and healthy nutrition also helps me in this journey. And one verse of scripture that I find is really helpful in my um, journey of working through anxiety and depression is this passage of scripture that I've already read for you. So what I'd like to do is just briefly go through these verses and uh, try to share with you what I think the Apostle Paul is trying to say and then relate these things to my own life. The first thing that he says in verse 12 is not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. I love what he says there in the end of verse 12. Because Christ has made me his own, I am pressing on to make these truths a reality in my own life, making them my own. Well, what is he seeking to make his own? Well, if you back up into verse 10 or and 11, what he is saying is that I am seeking to know Jesus. I'm seeking to know the power of his resurrection. I'm seeking to share in his sufferings. And I'm seeking to become like him in his death. I think that's amazing. Paul says, I haven't made these things my own yet. They haven't become a reality yet in my life. But that is what I'm seeking to make my own. I want to know him. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to understand what it means to share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. In other passages of scripture, the the apostle Paul says, that I am crucified with Christ and is no longer I live. But Christ lives in me. I think that's what he's saying in this passage as well. He's reflecting on that. And so as I relate this to my own life, what I see I need to do is I need to make these things a reality in my life. Yes, the the journey through anxiety and depression is something that's a tremendous challenge sometimes. And those of you who are listening and who have been there, you also understand what that means. It's sometimes when you're in that dark hole, you just can't see your way out. And so what I'm finding is I, as I come out of that time, I need to continue to struggle to understand what Paul is saying in this passage of Scripture. And I need to continue to make these truths a reality in my life that I can truly understand what it means to know Christ to know the power of his resurrection, to understand what it means to share in his sufferings and to understand the reality that when we are called to follow Christ, sometimes we also are called to suffer for him. And we don't understand that. We don't understand why that happens. But what Paul says in this passage of scripture is, I am making Christ my own. I am making these things a reality in my life as I understand more and more what it means to share in his sufferings. He goes on in verse 13 and says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I think of verse 13, what he's saying is, you know, once again, he's saying, I haven't 
I'm not there yet. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect in this life, but this is what I'm going to continue to do. I am going to do one thing, one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. One of the commentaries that I, I looked at in studying to briefly for this, he says, is he um, forgetting what lies behind? That verse forgetting really means to overlook. Um, there's a lot that the Apostle Paul overlooked in his past. There's a lot in his past that he has to overlook if he wants to make this goal and strain towards this goal. Well, first of all, forgetting what his life was like before he became a Christian. What was his life like then? He was, he was one who persecuted Christians. He had dedicated his life to persecuting Christians, and he put many of them to death. Can you imagine how that weighed heavy on his mind after he, too, became a Christian? To realize how much he persecuted many others who were followers of Jesus. Yet, he says, I need to forget those things. Those things are in my past. God has forgiven me of those things. Jesus, because of what he did on the cross, has made it possible for me to forget those things that lie behind. I think also in other passages of Scripture, the, the Apostle Paul talks about all of the things that he had endured because he had become a Christian. And after he began to serve Christ, he himself endured tremendous persecution. And in 1 Corinthians, he outlines so many different things that he had gone through and endured simply because he was a follower of Jesus. Yet here he says in verse 13, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind. And so he wants to overlook those things. And what does he also want to do? And straining forward to what lies ahead. You see, he didn't dwell in the past. And sometimes people who go, who endure and deal with anxiety and depression, there are things in their past that, that are contributing to that depression. That may or may not be true of you. Others are enduring anxiety and depression for other reasons. But what the Apostle Paul says here is that I am forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. And that's something that I think we all may find helpful if we can really begin to understand what that means. He goes on and says in verse 14, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. There's a quote, uh, Larry Richards in the Bible Reader's Companion. This is what he says about the goal in verse 14 that the Apostle Paul is talking about. He says, The goal is complete, present, experiential knowledge of Christ. And in a real way, this is also the prize. We press on because Christ is too vast to know perfectly. Yet the more we learn of him, the greater our joy and reward. Unquote. So, Larry Richards says, the goal is complete, present, experiential knowledge of Christ. 
And that is the goal that the Apostle Paul was seeking to achieve in his life. He wanted to know Jesus. I wonder how many of us have that as our goal. You know, there are a lot of people, and, and maybe some of you who are listening, are very goal-oriented, and your goal may be to achieve a higher rank, a higher level in the business world. It may be to, to earn so much money. It may mean to have so many things. There are a lot of things that we have as goals. Right now, uh, some of us who are sports fans in the Philly area, we certainly have goals for our teams, and they seem to be having a hard time achieving those goals for us. So, I guess that's what it means to be a fan. Um, but notice what Paul says, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Very simply, his goal is that he wants to know Christ. That is his goal. And once again, for, for those of us who are struggling with hope, maybe sometimes we, um, we need to refocus what our goal is. Maybe that anxiety and depression is being caused by uh, certain disappointments that you have experienced in your life. Maybe you have been hurt. And uh, maybe that's something that's very hard for you to get over. Well, I just want to encourage you with this in uh, this episode of the podcast today. That one of the things that I'm trying to do and I'm finding helpful in my journey that I've been going through is to realize that, you know, there are a lot of goals out there. But for me, the goal that I want to continue to press on to, to achieve in my life is to take all of these experiences that I've been going through and, and see them in light of the gospel and see them in light of the reality that I can use these things in my life to come to know Jesus better. Because you see, the more I understand him, the more I realize that he knows all about suffering because he suffered himself. He willingly went to the cross and endured the painful death of the cross so that we could have hope, so that we could know him as well. And so that's what the Apostle Paul says. My goal is to know Jesus. And then he says in verse 15, let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in any other thing you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. I, I just love his perspective here. He's not saying, this is what you all need to do because I think this is what you need to do. He is saying, if you are seeking to become more mature in your faith, this is what you will do. You see, he ties this goal of knowing Jesus with maturity in the faith. Those who are seeking to become mature in their faith are those who are seeking to know Jesus better. It's just that simple. And he says, if you, if you don't understand that, God will reveal that to you. 
It wasn't his job to, to convince them to do that. But he says, if you don't really understand this now, God will bring you to the place of where you understand that what is really important is knowing Christ. And then in verse 16, he says, only let us hold true to what we have attained. Wherever you all are in your journey, Paul says, we need, we need to be true to those things that we understand, those things that we know. We need to be true. We need to be faithful. We need to be holding on to those things because we are disciples of Jesus Christ. And because we are disciples of Jesus Christ, then we will continue to grow in this attitude of maturity and to follow Paul's example because Paul was seeking to follow Jesus Christ. Just one other thought about this and then I'll, I'll wrap things up. You know, I, I um, those who know me know I talk a lot about where I'm from. I am, I grew up in West Virginia. Both of my parents were from there. They left that area for a while. They moved to Florida right after they got married. And then uh, that was too far from home, so they moved to Baltimore where other family members were and lived there until I was in the fourth grade. I was born in Baltimore. And then when I was in the fourth grade, they relocated the family back to the part of West Virginia that they were originally from. And uh, so that's where I grew up. So I think my background, I think I am from there. I'm someone from the farm. I grew up in the country. That's where I, I see my roots. And I think what the Apostle Paul say, is saying in this passage of Scripture is that he also understands where he, he belongs. He also understands where his citizenship is. He is saying that his citizenship is in heaven. And that's where his heart is fixed. You see, I, I love to go back to West Virginia as much as, I can, as much as I can. I'm looking forward to hopefully sometime soon going down there and doing some trout fishing. Because um, my heart is in the out of doors. I love the out of doors. I like to go fishing. I like to go hunting. Yes, I like to go running around in the woods with a gun. But it's with a license, and I'm doing that legally. Um, my heart is in that kind of a place. Paul says his heart is in heaven. His citizenship is in heaven. And that's where his heart is as well. And his heart's desire is to know Christ. So wherever you are in your journey, I want to encourage you with these words today. That whatever you are suffering, whatever you are going through, whatever is causing you to lose hope, I encourage you to dwell on this passage of scripture. I review this passage of scripture every day. I'm trying to memorize this passage of scripture so that I can understand it better. So that when I begin to go into some anxiety and, and start to fall into that black hole, I, I just come back to these verses and say, you know, whatever is going on in my heart and my mind, what I need to remember is that my goal is to know Christ better.
Sometimes it's knowing him in his sufferings. Other times it's knowing him in his resurrection and, and the joy that we can find in knowing him. But I encourage you with these words today. May you forget what lies behind. And may you, like the Apostle Paul, strain forward to what lies ahead. I pray that these words are encouraging you today. We also encourage you that um, if you are at a place in your life of where you need, you would benefit from counseling. We encourage you to look to your pastor or to someone like that who might be able to point you to a counselor. If you, if you do not have a pastor in your life, we encourage you to reach out to CCEF. It is a Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. You can find them on the internet. We'll make sure to have the uh, contact information in the show notes for this episode. Please feel free to give them a call and they can, maybe they can point you to a counselor. And if not, we encourage you to email us and we will do what we can as well. Our email is simply thehopepodcast at gmail.com. We want to thank you for listening to this episode. We encourage you to tune in next week as we have another episode available. And we pray that you may be encouraged by these episodes. And we also would love to hear from you and what God is doing in your life as a result of these things. So thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading this episode. See you next time. Open the window Release the day Oh, come let your eyes